Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run! It's a home run! A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Good morning, Oklahoma! I only did that just to mess with Drake's levels because he always shakes his head, gets mad when I get loud. T.J. and Drake in with you. Toby's still on vacation. Hold on. Oh, you can't hear whatever. You're not screaming into the microphone, huh there, McComas? One, two, one, two, one, check, check, one, two, check. Um, no, I can't. These, these headphones are still low, and I turned it way up. What is going on? Check, one, two, there we go. Goodness gracious, Teddy. He's, he's got, got better hearing than he's you. He's got great hearing. He's had a lot of head trauma, but has great hearing. How do you explain uh, that? Well, it doesn't affect your eardrums when you get concussed, <laughs> I guess. I guess not. 51 days, 12 hours, 54 minutes wow. till an OU kickoff. I know that because the giant clock in the wall tells me that. Uh-huh. That's what I. Uh, that's how I know that. And I'm leaning back so I can see it through the uh, computer screen uh-huh. right now. So, uh, Good morning, everybody. I uh, wiped the white powder substance off the keyboard today. I found out, you know when, uh, strangely, the lady came in yesterday asking you if she could dust your keyboards? <laughs> Don't say it like that. <laughs> That's what happened. Uh, came yeah, in, the said, cleaning lady came in and Can said, Can I dust your keyboards? Yes. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. I found that odd yesterday. Yeah, I knew what she was talking about because she thought it was. Uh, she meant this to room. dust this one. Yeah. Because yeah. she had been told about the white powdery substance. It's gone now. I wiped it down myself. So it's all clean. But. I don't know why it's still falling down on me. I walked in here today and it was uh, falling down on my head. So. Uh, that worries me a little bit, but it could just be. Could just be that's in the air duct or something. It could be know. in the air duct and the air kicked on. That's right. Oh, good morning, Drake. Good morning, everyone out there. I uh, hope you've had a uh, wonderful week thus far. Thursday, second day of Big 12 Media Days, brought to you by Elite Roofing Systems. Um, one of my mornings that I bring this up randomly, usually once a month, once every other month, it is very routine when you drive to work at the time of the day that I do. Mm-hmm. The drive is – every day is the same thing. You can know that you're going to pass a couple that is always on their walk, run, slash light jog, whatever they're doing, down Robinson. You know how the traffic flow is. You know that you may see this certain guy that wears a backpack that rides one of the rentable scooters that's probably headed to work that time of day. 
and then you got days like today where you're that's like that's not specific at all. Well, I just see him all the time. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's very routine. Like twenty years, this time of day, there's not a lot going on. And then you get a day like today that you're like, Was there a big party in Norman last night? Because there is car there are traffic and cars everywhere. Like typically when I pull to a red light in Norman at this time of day, actually it would have been forty five minutes ago. Maybe one car's next to me, perhaps. But never like today where it's like two are in front of me, one's next to me, two or three behind me, and you're looking around like, what's going on in Norman today? So it always stands out to me. It's, it doesn't affect anything. It's not weird. It's just they're going somewhere. But you wonder why on that particular day there's heavy traffic all of a sudden at 5.15 in the morning. Or heavier traffic, so. Uh, but I did see the guy on the scooter today. He was down there by Seven Eleven, just scooting along. So, did you have a good uh, Wednesday afternoon after we left here? Anything exciting happened in your world? Mm, no, Drake, you've been very boring this week. It's you've got to do something else in the evenings. What am I supposed to do? I have I'm to get up man. at 4.30 in the morning. I'm it's... an old man. My kid's gone to church camp. Yeah. My wife works late. I'm not going to have the stories. You're the single guy, the young single guy that's supposed to be out and come and tell us these wild stories. Well, you need to find somebody else then. I remember when you used to come in here and tell us about all that, the uh, trouble is... you would get into. Nope. The women in your life. No. Nope. Everything else that is going on uh, in your world. No. Nope. Now it's just, ah. Huh? None of those Nothing. things were shared by me. I know what you did last night because you texted me. You were watching Big Brother. That's what you were doing. Like I said, like an nothing old exciting. Man. Nothing exciting. Like an old man. Yeah. Uh, an old man, uh, you want to know what's exciting that I did yesterday. Yes, please. My, my neighbor who is in his 60s <laughs> sent me a text. Hey, my TV won't work. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. You've got a neighbor in his 60s. Mm-hmm. You guys have gotten close enough that he has your phone number? Well, he's like the HOA president, so he has everybody's phone number. Huh. Does he text others for help for his TV, or does he just know you're good at uh, he's Sonic like, stuff? He's like, ah, Drake, he works in radio. He's good with uh, electronic stuff. See, this is a story, Drake. This is exactly what he texts. Is, uh, is he single? No. He's married. Huh. His daughter lives with him. I was about to twist this him, story off into something and, else. And uh, his granddaughter lives with okay, him. Okay, so. okay. Huh. That seems really. They have they have two uh, doodle mixes as well. Doodles. That's of interest. Ooh, I like doodles. Um, see, this story interests me. I find this yeah. very weird. Like I have older next door neighbors. We're mm-hmm. very friendly with them. Their backyard backs up to our backyard. There, our dog loves their dog. They play along the fence line. But he's never. I don't th- ah, the wives have each other's numbers and have texted each other for different things like, hey, we've got your mail or things like that. But I'm trying to think if a 60-year-old neighbor would text me and say, hey, can't get my TV to work. <laughs> you are the guy to call, though, because guess who I'm reaching out to if my TV or computer doesn't work and who I have reached out to before? You. 
Hey, my uh, that's your role in life for people. My uh, cox contour won't work, Drake. Why is that? <laughs> we need your help on I electronic. Have, I have gotten that call from you before. Hey, the uh, voice activation on my cox. I don't think work. I've reached out to you on that. I may have talked yes, to you about you it have. at work. I don't you think I've called reached... you about it. Well, you came into work one day. Yeah, hey, I probably why came won't into work. work? Probably why won't this that. work? By the way. Bunch of hogwash that speaking into the remote thing. Yeah. I, I Jurassic I exib- Park. Who likes to fart? I said Jurassic Park. You like to fart. It never gets it right. It's it maybe you just don't speak clearly enough. Because I on for instance, my Fire TV remote. It gets it right almost every single time. Look at you, Mr. Fancy, speaking uh, into your fire stick. Yeah, my fire stick, because I don't pay for cable, so I'm the one that's fancy, though. Um, on my parents' contour remote, right? the voice activation works. I made you... I've ex- got it to work before. It makes you extremely livid whenever I send you the vi- videos of me using the contour remote, and it works exactly as designed. So bogus. I've got a faulty remote is what I've got. I'm yeah, that's anyway. That's, back to your neighbor. Did you get his TV fixed? Uh, so his granddaughter has an Xbox. No, uh, change the source. The Xbox. Oh, the Xbox not showing up on the TV. Okay. Uh, he this this happened. And Benji's <laughs> an awesome neighbor. He's kind of like the neighborhood watch. So, uh, in addition to being. Very much in charge of the HOA in a lot of ways, especially when it comes to, like, all the yards and everything. And uh, he <laughs> came up to me, I think it was Tuesday night. I was walking Penny, and he's like, hey. I was like, oh, okay. What's what's going on here? He's walking across the street. He's guys, oh, What have uh, I done in the HOA? He's got his leaf. Yeah, he's got his leaf floor with him. Like, oh, what's <laughs> up? Uh, hey, my... Uh, Two of my TVs aren't working right. <laughs> and I just said, okay. And he's like, you mind looking at him? Or he was kind of beating around the bush, like wanting me to explain to him what was happening to his TV. Or volunteer to say, hey, do you need right. me to take a look at him? And this is like at, at 8.30 at night. So I'm already uh, at the point in time to where I want to get the walk done for Penny and then take showers, stuff like that, <laughs> get ready for bed. So I'm, I'm just like, do you want me to come over tomorrow at some point and uh, look at it for you? Like, yeah, that'd be perfect. Like, okay, well, we've got that sorted out then. So I get to uh, his granddaughter's TV. The Xbox was the main priority. Right. Uh, first off, the Xbox remote was completely broken. Like, the joystick on it uh, had, like, gone dead, essentially. Now those things, they can get, like, pushed into the controller, and then it, like, is just limp. So that's what was happening with the remote. Uh, and I said, the, this remote will not work for anything. Um, and for whatever, it was not recognizing the Xbox on the TV. And I'm messing with inputs in the back of the TV, stuff like that. Finally, I look in the back of the Xbox. It's got two HDMI ports. One is a HDMI out, which is not being used. And the other one is an HDMI in. You can guess which one the HDMI was plugged into. It was plugged into the, the HDMI in, in, right? Plug it into the out. Works perfectly. Works perfectly. You are the oldest young guy I know with that story. You're older than Toby and I, I believe. I think you're older than us now. No, because uh, you, you guys are... would not have figured it out. So 
I'm pretty good at switching the sources around on my TV and the HDMI cables and stuff. I'm pretty good at that. Um, so I would have even figured out that problem. Mm-hmm. Probably. So. Yeah, so that was how fascinating my day was. Wow, I wanted it to be more exciting than that when you said that uh, the HLA president called Jeff with problems with his TV. But yeah, it is exactly uh, what you said. The other which... one was uh, his other TV. <laughs> you can tell us what's wrong with it. Was a, it was an older TV <laughs> than the one in the living room. It's like, why isn't the picture in here better than uh, as good as the one in the other room? It's like, well, it's pro- is it a newer TV? Yeah. Well. There's your answer. <laughs> and then that was the end of uh See, you're the Mr. Tutorial. Helpful guy though around the neighborhood. You have mm-hmm. a role. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know that I necessarily I do have a role in the neighborhood, but it's usually Yeah, the hey, bum of the neighborhood. Hey, I saw a police car drive down my uh street earlier. You ask your wife if something's going on. Yeah, you're you're basically I get that a lot. I'm the basically the go between but yeah. the neighbors and my wife. Yeah. You're her um, butler. I asked her. She said, huh, probably just a police car driving down the street. <laughs> but wanted, they always they always to... assume that there's a murder yeah. or, you know, an assault, mm-hmm. robbery, uh, when it could just be an officer just driving down the road, you know. which Wanting to them, avoid a red light. Whatever it may be. Uh, several live in the neighborhood. Could just be going home. So... Well, or are they, they saying like with sirens on, or no, 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 just driving by, just driving by, just randomly no, driving no by, no sirens on, hey, no nothing. Everything okay over here? Just saw a police car drive by. They have their lights on. Now they're just driving normal down the road. Probably just that then. What are we talking about here? <laughs> exactly. Lots of stuff to talk about from the Big Twelve and first day of media days. Mike Gundy, probably the star of yesterday. Uh, Brett Yormark also uh, started things off with a bang. We had a little bit of that on that last segment, I guess it was, of the T-Row in the morning show yesterday. As he says, the Big 12, we're open for business. Hey, I'm talking to everybody. And if it uh, improves things, then hey, I'm listening. So we'll talk about that. We'll hear from Mike Gundy today. We may hear from some of the other coaches. Um, But one theme was out there. And it was realignment, yes, but more so. So, OU Te- and Texas are here today. What do you think of that? <laughs> and you could tell a lot of coaches were kind of like, mm, they could go ahead and leave. We don't mind. Translation. It opens the door for us to win a Big 12 championship if those two would uh, go ahead and move on. So we'll talk about a, a lot of what was said uh, Big 12 media days yesterday, the Bedlam talk, uh, Mike Gundy, the uh, future of the conference, his thoughts on OU Texas. We'll get into all of that. Um, we need to talk Big Brother at some point. That excites a lot of you, but Big Brother aired last night. Uh, Zach Wilson's mom's back in the news. We may hit on that. <laughs> um, hey, get it? We may hit on Zach Wilson's mom. Uh, um, or her friends. Um, and I don't get it. You Explain get it. it. Explain it. Uh, you see, Zach Wilson's accused uh-huh. of messing around with his mom's friend. So I uh-huh. said, we may hit on Zach Wilson's mom. Uh-huh. Or maybe one of her friends. See? Uh-huh. There's a play on words there, Drake. 
I don't get it. You'll have to explain it to me in a break. Well, that was the uh, what was that was the uh, IG that Zach Wilson sent out yesterday. Hey, took some of the uh, players out on a uh, retreat. Been out of cell service the last few days. What I miss? <laughs> oh, Zach Wilson. Oh, he's a funny cougar chaser. That Zach Wilson. We'll take your text as well. 405-651-3439, the Air Comfort Solutions text line, the Riverwind Casino call-in line, 405-329-9000, which, by the way, Drake has already answered one call on today. <laughs> we'll take a timeout back after this on The Ref. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Welcome back to T-Row in the Morning Show, hour one of the T-Row in the Morning Show. It's brought to you by the Northern Rachel Health System with the Northern Rachel Hospital, the Northern Healthplex, and a number of specialized professionals across the Norman Moore area. The Norman Rachel Health System is here for all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. Air Comfort Solutions text line, uh, you can always chime in on the show at 405-651-3439 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Um, before we get there, though, TJ, uh, probably need to go ahead and say what it is that's going on at the Open Championship at St. Andrews. It seems like every other year they're having the Open Championship at St. Andrews, by the way. Or is that just me? No, to me, I just think it's there every yeah, year. Yeah, it's so. every single year. <laughs> right. It's like Augusta National. Uh, atop the leaderboard, somebody that we may or may not have given away yesterday, Cameron Young. Uh Minus seven for the day. He's through three, 13 I think holes. we gave Cameron Young away. I remember a couple of Camerons. I'm just going to look through here. If only you had the list. Well, I've got it. I'm looking at it. Um, let's see here. Cameron Smith we gave away and Cameron Young. We're good on the Camerons. Okay. Uh, Cameron Young atop the leaderboard right now through 13 holes on day one. Uh, Barclay Brown was a somebody that you gave away. Barclay Brown, yeah, it's who I threw in when the guy was like, "Hey, Brooks." Uh, Greg said Brooks Kepka, you just gave him away. He may not participate. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I gave that person Barclay Brown. Yeah. Um, uh, Barclay Brown. He's through the day. He is in the clubhouse. He shot a 68 as well as Kurt Kitayama. Barclay uh, Brown, by the way, was your mm -hmm. 75th pairing here at a thousand to one odds. Yeah, Cameron Smith, Rory McIlroy, also minus four for the day. Minwoo Lee, Ian Poulter, uh, let's see, Bryson DeChambeau, Danny Willett. I know who you gave that away to. Uh, somebody that you had sworn up and down you were no, not you going were so to give mad. a golfer to. You were to. so mad I gave BFC a It golfers. wasn't that you gave them a team, it's that you, like... <laughs> Talked about during the entire break. I know, you, I you know. Were like, oh, I'm. It, this is gonna make him so mad. I'm not gonna give him a team, and yeah. Uh, Danny Willett, though, Ernie Els, Brad Kennedy. Uh, I Dylan almost got Fratelli. canceled yesterday because of Bob from Cement. Like, yeah. will not answer his calls anymore. I'm not gonna take his calls anymore. Uh, all three under for the day. Some of those uh, men, Willie and Ian Poulter are in the clubhouse shooting a very nice opening round score of 69. Um, Air Comfort Solutions text line. After listening to some of the coaches yesterday, I'm glad I graduated from OU. It looks like the Big 12 is pushing the university out. Uh, surely that's sarcasm, right? 
Well, it, there was the tone of their annoying neighbors at this point. Um, I don't know what he means by listening to the coaches. I'm glad I graduated from the Big 12. That's uh, probably a shot from, at the coaches. From OU. Yeah, or from OU. It's probably a shot at those coaches. Um, I don't remember anyone standing out to me where I said, that guy sounds like an idiot. But maybe we'll listen back to some of it today, and uh, I'll say, that guy sounds like an idiot. I, I don't know. Pretty much every time Mike Gundy opens his mouth, that's my <laughs> thought. So. Mike Gundy's just honest. Um. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, what was for dinner? That's nine one eight, Chris. Uh, you first today, Drake. You had the protein shake the night before. What was for dinner at Drake's house last night? Well, TJ, I had a nice concoction of a banana, oh, yogurt, peanut butter, and whey protein. What is going on with you? I've got bananas I gotta eat before <laughs> I get out of town, TJ. Wait, you you guys leave when? Monday? Sunday? No, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow after the show. That's right. That's right. I knew you were here with me tomorrow, so I was yes. thinking you left over the weekend. That's right. But you did say you were leaving after the show. Your flight's later. Um, <laughs> you could have made a peanut butter and banana sandwich. Gotten rid of the bananas. You could have made banana splits for dessert. You could have. How many calories do I need to eat? Goodness. Well, I'm just saying there's other ways to get rid of the bananas. Your neighbor, Benji, would probably love to have some bananas if you wanted to offer them I'm not offering my neighbors any bananas. just go down and say, Benji, would you like my banana? It's pretty simple to get rid of bananas, Drake. So, all right. Uh, My dinner last night, guac chicken. That's I fixed some guac chicken last night. It's where I take uh, chicken, cook the chicken breast with a little bit of Cajun seasoning. I put guac on the top of it and then lay a piece of uh, pepper jack cheese on top of that. Put it into the uh, oven to broil for just a minute to melt that cheese. It's delicious. Delicious. Hmm. Sounds interesting. It's a skinny taste recipe, Drake. Skinny taste. Then why are you eating it? Hey! I've lost yep. 20 pounds over the last month and a half, so <laughs> whoa, doing whoa, whoa. something right. Are you still down 20 pounds? Still down 20 pounds, even though I'm in the midst of lake summer. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty legit. I've actually lost two pounds, I'd say two pounds in the last week and a half, two, week, two weeks, since 4th of July. So it's working, Drake. Guac chicken. Go have you some. Although the guac's probably not too healthy for me that I put on top of it. But avocado's, it, very, avocado's healthy. very healthy. But um, the pepper jack cheese and everything else that I'm the adding The pepper to jack it, cheese yeah. probably could go without. Probably but not. I, I mean. What up? No sides? What's what's going on Well, here? I screwed up. I forgot to buy a side for it. And yeah. I'm avoiding rice right now. I had rice. And a lot of times I'll fix rice with that. But I'm avoiding rice. Okay. So I had, Why uh, are you avoiding rice altogether? Um... I just cut it out as part of this. I don't know why. It's not necessarily I have brown rice in the house. It's not necessarily bad for me. I've just cut it out some. Uh, so I had okra, so I uh, uh, put some okra together. Not fried okra, just regular okra. So I don't know that I've had okra aside from pickled or fried before. It's not bad. Uh, back in the day, I, I used to not like it. Now that I'm getting older, much like um, – 
It is very much an old man yeah. type of food. Much like Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I love Brussels sprouts now. Um, I think I've just reached that age now that I say, hmm, that, that I can be, eat non-breaded okra. That must be a fairly new uh, revelation because it seems like we had an argument about whether or not Brussels sprouts were good not too long ago. Uh, it had to have been several years ago because I discovered the Brussels sprouts on that Vegas trip, which has been now three or four years. I discovered that I like them because okay. someone ordered a... Uh, some type of appetizer that they had at one Time of the places. Time is a bowl of soup these days, It DJ. is. It is. Uh, Drake, by the way, we have someone on the text line. They need your help. They say their TV won't work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Just text Drake what the problem is, mm-hmm. and he'll be able to diagnose it and let you know. Yeah. He does charge a thirty nine ninety nine service fee. That's right. But if all it is is just advice, then that is a flat service fee. Now, if he needs to come over and do something technically, then he will have to charge you for that as well. Yeah. Benji was billed. Eighty three ninety nine mm-hmm. was his total. The bill. mileage on that is considerable, especially if you're in the nine one eight. So, um, does Kansas really want Texas to leave the Big Twelve? It's their only chance at a football win each season. I felt bad for Lee Polt yesterday uh, and Kansas yesterday because all they were asked about was beating Texas. It's like, well, so much so that like somebody asked a question about the OU game last year, and he just obviously stopped listening. And answered the question as if they were asking about the Texas game. I know, like, that's the day where, you know, it's all optimistic, new season, we're going to turn things around, we're continuing to build here. And you know that's not the case with Kansas. So don't you feel even worse when you leave and you get on that plane to fly back and you know all you were asked about was Texas because it's the only relevant thing you've done. In years, well, you know, since Mangino's years uh, at Kansas, and you want to talk about probably some of your players and some things that uh, you have going on at Kansas, and all everybody says like, "Hey, well, at least you beat Texas, which is great for Texas because you just rub it in their face too." Even Kurt Bowl stood up at one point. He's like, <laughs> "I mean, so you keep beating Texas, making it rough on me. What's up with that?" And I'm like, he was just asked about Texas, the question before. like uh, That was all they could ask Kansas about, though, because nobody which, cared to ask them anything else. We don't care about your players. We don't care about you. We don't care about the direction of the program. You stink, and you're not Bill Self. Was That's that, basically the approach of Kansas. Was that uh, Kirk Bowles, or was that Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> what's the deal with you beating Texas all the time? <laughs> That's how he put it, and he's like, so what's up with that? I mean... I don't know. I don't even know why he stood up and said it just to be – I think he thought he was being funny, but I'm like he was just asked about Texas the question before and beating Texas. Uh, yeah, Kansas – Yeah, if Texas was not in the conference and they didn't have that win, they would have been asked no questions yesterday. It would have been, uh, okay, uh, Coach, uh, welcome to Big 12 Media Days. Uh, opening statement, please. Uh, it, it, Lance Leopold would have made his opening statement and it would have been done. You're saying that's the difference between whether or not Kansas shows up to Big 12 football media days or not, is whether or not they get a conference win. Uh, yes, pretty much. Because that's not, it didn't happen the year before, so they were not there the last year. So <laughs> Right. It's pretty much the only reason why they're there. Uh, tell us about Texas. How'd you pull that off, coach? <laughs> Hey, you beat Texas. What's up with that? 
What well, you know what would have been hilarious if Leopold was just like, well, it was a uh, it was quite the controversial decision that we made. We decided it would be a better idea to have more points <laughs> than the opponent. We tried to do it with Oklahoma. Right. We don't know what happened there. Yeah. I don't know what was going on with Caleb Williams in that game. <laughs> we're just glad he's gone to USC. Uh, if he would have said that uh, we're, we were just glad that we gave uh, Caleb Williams his Heisman moment, then I just would have died <laughs> yesterday. What's up with that, coach? Yeah, beat Texas. You're making things rough on me. Kirk Mullins, by the way, Austin American Statesman. Good to see you. <laughs> Who was a reporter, obviously, in the 1940s, covering the Yankees. Uh, Kirk Bowles was a reporter covering things in the uh, 40s. Yeah. He's been around a little bit. Uh, we'll take a timeout. By the way, our Big 12 Media Days Kansas discussion brought to you by Elite Roofing Systems. Roofing and covering the Big 12. That's what they do. Uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma City, 405-361-3094, 918-984-5475 in Tulsa. Back after this on the ref. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Ha! Welcome back. T-Row in the Morning Show. TJ and Drake in with you. It happened while we were on the air yesterday, but another weird thing was Bob Bowlesby being there to me. To the point where I'm watching my TV and I know it's Bob Bowlesby, but I'm thinking, is that someone that looks like Bob Bowlesby? Because one, like I mentioned, he had put on a few LBs. I think since this uh, announcement of the retirement, he's let himself go a little bit. And then once uh, you hit the audio and I'm like, yeah, it's definitely him. Um, That was unnecessary too. Coaches uh, may think that it's unnecessary for OU and Texas to be there. And Gundy joked about, um, how he wouldn't let OU and Texas be there, that he would uh, not allow, allow them in meetings, all that, that he was kind of uh, throwing out there. Like, Bob Bowlesby, it's like, why are you there? Like, and it was a whole 10 minutes about how great he was. Bob Bowlesby letting us know how great Bob Bowlesby is. Uh, so I found that a little bit weird, but... Um, Drake pointed out ESPN on Center this morning. Uh, they were t- they're at Big 12 Media Days. They're talking about Oklahoma and Texas. And uh, the scroll at the bottom said, uh, OU and Texas set to join the SEC in 2025. Then right under it, might join the SEC sooner than 2025. <laughs> uh, which was a big topic of discussion yesterday. Um, will be a bigger topic of discussion today when both those schools are there. Um Gundy was talking about how he would have rather have seen OU and Texas at SEC Media Days this year and Cincinnati and Central Florida, all those teams at Houston, all at uh, Big 12 Media Days this year. I think I would have preferred that too. Um, Drake and I talking about it off there, and Drake said, well, probably wouldn't be allowed. And it, it wouldn't, but it makes more sense to me. <laughs> because... <laughs> because then, I don't know. I don't know what would be the bigger story if you would have done that or not. Because 
you're wanting to focus on the future, but the future's just in limbo right now. You know those schools are coming into the conference. You know these two schools are leaving the conference. And Yormark announced that he's open for business, that he's willing to talk to other schools. So you're wanting to move on. You're wanting to figure out what direction you want to go. You're wanting to figure out what the conference is going to be. Yet you're just held up. That's why I've said all along, I just don't believe they get to 2025. Like, it just keeps everyone in limbo. You just can't move on at that point. The the thing that it just makes way too much sense when you have teams that are set to enter the conference next year. Right. right? It's already like, positioned. It's yeah. way too much of a logical exit point for both of those teams for the Big 12 to just go ahead and say, okay, we're going to go ahead and end things here. This is what we're going to do. So on and so forth. And But also... None of that has come out in any shape, way, or form. And is so it, that's, if, that's the question. If they know that they're going to leave after this year, if, if both the universities know and the conference knows and the other schools know at this point because of what you just said, why not announce it? Why not say this is their last run in the conference? Yeah, I, I mean, just come out and be open with it. Just yeah. say. And it ends the questions and everything. It ends the speculation. And then you do start focusing on the future. You know they will not be here next year. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing if you want to come out and say that. Now, I don't think they're to that point. Part of that is uh, $80 million a school that the other schools definitely want to see come into that conference. But Oklahoma and Texas obviously do not want to pay that buyout. I wonder what the number is if there's a reduced number that they would say, hey, we're paying this and leaving. Which is difficult right now, regardless of what that number is after the last couple of years. So You would think that it's something that's much more reasonable with the announcement of four new teams. Because that's the one thing that we kind of talked about earlier in the week is that we don't necessarily know how it is that these media rights are put together in Mm -hmm. terms of how each team is paid. Because initially, whenever this contract happened, it seemed like the initial uh, payout was going to be higher for both OU and Texas because of the power of both of their football programs. Right. And if that's the case, if you've got more money allotted for those two teams, you can just have those teams exit and allot that money for, from them to the four new teams, you would think, and then just redistribute it evenly throughout the conference. That's what would make sense to me if that's indeed the case. But again, I, I don't really know what it is that the specifics are of that TV contract at this point because it's been, <laughs> it's been a decade since all that happened, and I'm not really sure how much of any of that was even made public. How weird will it be next year if this is still going on? Big 12 media days. For OU? For o- OU, Texas, everyone, really. I mean, it's, that's why I'm saying everything's just awkward. Just allow it to happen. You're, just you're talking on. about, like, those two teams being in the conference. So. Being in the conference still, okay. yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I trying to say, they'll have, uh, the, the Big 12 media day will happen next year. Well, no, no, I, I know that, yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm meaning if they are still being held you, captive, basically. Yeah. <laughs> not, not allowed to go still, so... Uh, it's just a weird situation, especially when he's talking about the future and how the conference is going to grow. And 
you just can't move on at that point. I mean, it's just it's just a, a bad situation if you ask me. Just go ahead and let it happen. Just let it happen. One, I I want it to happen too sooner than uh, twenty twenty five. So well, and how much do we buy that? He whenever he says that the Big Twelve is going to be on the forefront, there's not going to be any stone unturned when it right. comes to conference realignment, and that we're going to be heavily involved in that moving forward. Like because that hasn't been the case for a decade now. I liked what he had to say yesterday. He seemed put together. He seemed like a guy that's going to be progressive yes, and try to do the right things. He said all the right things. I don't know. Saying the right things and being able to do the right things, that's a whole different discussion because I don't know if he's going to have the ability to, one, pull in certain teams, two, keep the conference relevant. And that goes with the ACC right now. That goes with the Pac-12 right now. I don't know what's going to happen with those conferences. So you hear him saying the right things. And every commissioner uh, is going to say the right thing. They're going to put the right thing out there. We're doing what's best for our conference. We like where we stand. Whatever the quote needs to be, they're all saying that. But there's got to be a, a certain amount of panic. Especially with him of... Where will this be in three years? Oh, so, I mean, it, it's definitely... Will I even have a job in three years? It's definitely in his best interest to do whatever he can to try to expand the conference, try to attract new teams and stuff like that. It's just whether or not you're actually able to accomplish that or not has been the and, problem for the last decade. And growing teams doesn't necessarily mean you're bettering yourself. And he, no. he, said, and he said that yesterday, so I'll credit him that. I mean, he even came out and said, hey... Adding teams doesn't necessarily make you stronger if you're just adding teams to add teams. It's got to be the right teams. So he did actually uh, say that yesterday. We'll take a timeout. Drake and TJ, it's the T-Row in the morning show. Toby uh, still on his Montana bear hunting, uh, moose watching, bison chasing vacation. I didn't see much out of the Roland family yesterday. Now that I'm thinking about that. Must have been a quiet day. On the uh, old rolling uh, Griswold trip. Take a time out. One more segment this hour. Back after this on The Ref. Stream at home. Shop the latest ref gear. Read the latest issues of Boyd Street or 19th Street Magazine. And listen to the podcast for your favorite ref shows. Just visit the all-new KREF.com website. Final segment of Hour 1 of the T-Row in the Morning Show. It's brought to you by the Norman Regional Health System. Looking at the Open Championship round one underway. Gave away, what, about 85, 90 golfers yesterday? Something TJ? like that, yes. Uh, in the Jimmy Austin Open Championship giveaway. Uh, Cameron Young, he still sits atop the leaderboard. He's through 15 holes now. He's minus seven for the day and the tournament. Uh, Barclay Brown, who was given away as an extra person, uh, is in the clubhouse with a opening round 68 at four under. Kurt Kitayama, same thing for him. I Cameron don't know if we Smith. gave Kurt Kitayama away. I don't remember I don't that name. So. but uh, Cameron Smith, at. Ernie Els, Brad Kennedy, and Roy McElroy, uh, all four under on the day as well. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line, just one to get to here before the top of the hour, TJ. 
Bob Bowlesby is a joke. It's his fault they're leaving. Bob should have pulled two Big Twelve, two team, big teams to the Big Twelve before all this. I, we've, I mean, this has been talked about for a long time, even before OU and Texas officially ended up in the SEC. Like, mm-hmm. what two teams were you going to? Bring to the conference forever. Florida State was rumored. You know, you had teams Clemson. that got Clemson got floated around. So, uh, no, that would have definitely helped. Absolutely, but Bob Bowlesby. But I mean, like, who was realistic that the Big Twelve was going to pull in the last few years? There wasn't anybody. No, it would have been it would have been one of the four that they've got now. I mean, you would have gotten a Cincinnati, a Louisville, a Houston, uh, a UCF, whoever it may have been. It wouldn't have been anything that you're – you may have uh, gotten a new territory, may have helped you in a, a different market, but it wouldn't have increased your value as far as the TV rights and all that. Yeah. Like, there wasn't anything that – It wouldn't have been a tectonic shift within college. You weren't going to pull in an OU or a Texas the way yeah. the SEC did. You're not going to pull in USC and UCLA. That may have been a possibility. But that was still a massive long shot, too, if Bowlesby would have you know, gotten with those two schools and pulled them into the conference um, a couple of years ago. I, I just don't know what he could have done. And, and it's kind of like where the Pac-12's at right now. It's like, what are you going to do at this point? Yeah. Like, There's nothing you can do. But, they, I mean, let's be honest, though. It's it's the things that Bullsby did as much as the things they didn't do over the course oh, absolutely. of the last decade. Absolutely that, it was. That forced OU and Texas to go pursue mm-hmm. the SEC like this. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. Um, he was not a guy that was a, you know, a forward thinker. He did not get ahead of the game on a lot of things. It was, oh, wait, this just happened? Now we've got to react to it, you know? So... Um, he definitely made a lot of mistakes that led to that. That is hour number one. Hour number two coming up. We can take your calls. Riverwind Casino calling line 405-329-9000. We'll hear from Mike Gundy next hour. If you want to text the show, Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. It's Drake and TJ on the ref.